and welcome to the Sharp Side Podcast. I'm your host, Chaz Parada, and we are back, ready to break down NFL Week 4. And joining me, as always, we got Austin Tark and James Bader. How are we doing, guys? Very good. Happy to be here. Excellent. Uh, just to recap last week a little bit, we went 3-2 and two, uh, in, the super, in our Super Contest picks. Uh, Austin with the second consecutive uh, loser. Anything I- to say? Uh, I'll just apologize to everyone. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll also just, I've had two losses so far, one being the Browns and I'm still not over that one. And then the other one yeah, was the saints and I'm still not over Sean Payton's play call to give the ball to Taysom Hill and such a crucial down when they easily could have gone away and taken the lead in that game. But it's, it's nevertheless, I'm over it. As you can tell, I sound over it. Um, <laughs> but we're on to week four and we're getting ready to get back on track. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder, James and I are still undefeated, and we look to continue that this week. Um, That's impressive. You guys, like, if you'd made, like, an open parlay and put a new nice. team every week, I mean, that's that's a payout right now, 3-0. That is. Um, that is how it works, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we, uh, we'll, I'll probably be doing this again Saturday night. Um, tweeted out just our likes on the podcast. Last week, Austin, although he – he lost the important one. I will give him credit. He went seven and four on likes last week. James was a loser, four and five. I was barely a winner at five and four, but hey, I'll take it. When we got just got to go 50 to 52 percent. Yep, I'm doing that right now. Um, but and I'm very excited to get to this. Uh, James Bitter owes us a public apology, so your time to apologize for the Jets is now. Yeah, I wanted a hot take last week, went out on a limb and said the Jets were gonna win. Uh, I think they lost by, was it 24? It was 29, 36 to 7. Wow. Not even close. Yeah, so this is my little spiel here. I'm sorry. I hope none of you guys listened. I didn't like it that much. I think I said that. But I I won't make the same mistake. You say that. uh, Jets Broncos are playing tonight, James. Is there a side you prefer in that? Uh, If you're taking pickums half i don't want any part of brett ripian he wasn't even good at boise i for one i mean come on he was kind of good at boise no not really yeah i mean if if you're comparing him to what stsu was running out there quarterback then yeah he was good but (laughs) for for an nfl quarterback standards no yeah that's fair um wow it's a shame that we can't cover the game of the week because it's uh, Thursday night football, but I think we'll have to settle for Patriots Chiefs. Um, any takeaways from last week? Obviously, we had the huge matchup between the Chiefs and the Ravens. I feel like a stupid idiot for not backing Mahomes as a dog. I cannot believe I could have gotten plus money. I, I feel it made me feel so dumb, so dumb that I did not take him. But here we are. I'm still alive. I still like the Ravens. Still think they're really good. I got a few takeaways. Um, sure. First being, I, I think we should all feel pretty disappointed. We threw the Giants in our super contest last week. Yeah, I feel dumb for that too. They are a really bad football team. Um, had absolutely zero chance in that game the entire way. They're probably just as bad as the Jets. But I don't think I'll go that far. Um, overs continue to hit. I don't know if it's because of penalties and the lack of uh, – um, defensive penalty or more defensive penalties and lack of offensive penalties that are really uh, giving more points to the offense. Uh, It seems like the lines on these totals are adjusting a little, including we have a 
56 and a half point total in Falcons Packers. It was 58 earlier this week. So books are clearly adding, uh, ticking up points to these totals. I still don't know if it's enough. I think overs are still going to be hitting this week. That being said, I think we can uh, make some money a little in a couple weeks when the unders start to hit and the regression starts to come in, especially when divisional opponents, the friendly faces start facing each other. Um, and we have bye weeks where there's extra rest and more time to prepare because um, there's no way that this overs can sustainably hit at over 60% all, all season long. Yeah, uh, I agree. At some point, there's going to be a market overreaction. We'll be getting too many totals in the 50s and the high 40s, and it'll come back to earth a little bit. Um, I think one thing that I, I've noticed was I think tackling sucks right now. And I think most of that's due to lack of training camp. But – like on Alvin Kamara had this crazy highlight run. And I mean, obviously I, I call him a top three running back in football just because like his balance is elite and such not, not easy to tackle despite how small he is. But like the Packers were just like lunging at him. Uh, it, I don't know. If you were rewatch a video, you'll be like, wow, that is horrific. Mm -hmm. it, like it, on that, it's, I think there's something to be said about uh, like defensive players getting into the groove of hitting people again. Yeah, you would think they're going to hit that point like, yeah. this week. Like, the, the, the tackling should not be an excuse anymore. And Kamara is one of the shiftiest backs in the league. Um, but I, 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 I would agree with you. I, I think there's been more missed tackles this season so far. Anything, James? No, I agree with exactly with, the, uh, with what you guys are saying. Uh, these totals are high. I think at this point, compared to last year, it's they're averaging six points more per game. And a lot of that's due to missed tackling. Penalties are way down. Uh, defenses aren't in shape yet. So I'm going to look for some that's regressed at some point in the next few weeks here. Can you believe oh, that? Thing. Go on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just like, can you believe the Jags Bengals total is 50 right now? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's incredible. Like the look at, it must've been like 43 in the preseason. And that yeah. is insanely high. Yeah. Go do on, they do look ahead totals? I think so. Uh, I believe, uh, I remember looking at Cardinals Lions last week and it was, I think it might have been 49 or 50, and it ended up closing okay. like 55. Yeah. Um, I think we're ready to just get into it, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right. Um, it. You know what? We need to switch up the, mo the mojo just a little bit. So we're going to have Austin go first. Thank you. Austin, give us our first winner of the week. Okay. This is uh, – I'm due for one, and I really I, – I like this pick. I, my favorite pick was the Steelers coming in, but I, we're not going to be going over that game being canceled. Um, but I really like the Texans for a big reason that I like the Steelers as well, being that Minnesota Texans minus four this week, especially okay, if you get that me, minus four. Yeah, let me open, set open it up. Set up. So we got the Vikings traveling to Houston, Texans minus four. The Vikings are plus 164 in the money line with a total at 54. And the Texans will have fans this week. Austin, let me know what you think. Very big. Yeah, they will have 13,000 fans this week, which I do like that. Um, but Minnesota this week, they didn't meet, uh, meet at practice until Thursday. Also, this game still isn't officially going to happen. They have to do COVID tests for these next three days um, because its symptoms do pop up days three to 10. So if the case does pop up, chances are this game could get canceled. But assuming it happens, um, Minnesota hasn't been in practice uh, until Thursday. And for a young team like this, that defense was really gelling every single week these practice sessions are really big. They really need the, uh, every snap they can get together uh, to really gel. Um, Texans, on the other hand, they're coming off a third 
tough defense that they've played, uh, being the Steelers last week, who really made them look bad. Um, Ravens and then Chiefs before. So we, we knew coming in that they had this rough stretch. Um, this essentially makes this game a must-win for them, which you could argue the same thing for the Vikings, but I think Texans at this point have higher aspirations to win this division. Um, I, re- I bet the over as well in this game. I got it at 54. Uh, I think both teams are going to be able to put up uh, points, especially with the Texans' inability to stop the run. Uh, I expect Dalvin to really be rushing, uh, rushing the ball like crazy this game. That he's actually a prop bet of mine. I got him over 90 yards. I mean, with the Texans having, they've got a, a pretty good pass defense, actually the third best pass defense, uh, but the worst rush D. So if the Vikings want any chance in this game, they're going to want to run the football um, on Houston. Um, so I expect Dalvin to get his yards. They'll get, uh, so he's going to get over, I'll give it 100 yards. I love that, love that bet. I think the number will be 90. Um, they're going to get their points. Texans are going to be able to put up points just because of how weak the Vikings defense is. And the one thing I just want to add, I think Zimmer is on the hot seat a little bit. Uh, the GM Rick Spielman this week said that Zimmer told his players that there's no excuses this week, um, just judging about not meeting for practice. And Zimmer responded with, he shouldn't be saying what I'm saying to the team. So I think that's a little bad that the coaches, coach and GM don't seem to be on the same page right now. Um, especially after an 0-3 start, possibly going to 0-4 this week. Um, I think Zimmer could, I don't know, could have a little uh, hot seat issues. Um, but Texas minus four is my pick. Love it. Um, I'm also uh, one of my extra plays of the week was going to be uh, Delvin Cook. I was said over 85. Yeah, I, I, I think love that number. I, Get a plus I think, number. I think you might. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the um, offered total might be closer uh, like to the 70s. But I think 90 or even 100, you'll be getting plus money. So I'm in on that. Uh, I, I love this over. I bet it right when it opened. I, um, at 54, I'm also all in. He's defensive stuff. And Sean, I like I, – another one I like is, uh, you know, the longest touchdown prop you did? Yep. Really like that. I could see Will Fuller breaking one or any of the Texans receivers for that matter. And I could also see – Delvin Cook, yep. gashing yeah, up the Texans defense for a long run. Anything, James? I lean Texans, by the way. Um, I probably lean to the Texans here. I think I week one or whenever – was it week one? Whenever the Vikings played the AFC North for the first time, not the Titans, I talked about Zimmer ATS against AFC teams and how he's done incredibly well. I think he's a much better coach than uh, – Bob in this in this game, but the spot's not good for them. Limited week of practice. I yeah, I at four, I'd probably lean to the Texans here. Yeah, Vikings are in um, trouble. Vikings are in trouble too. They play Seattle next week at Seattle. I mean, they could start the season zero and five. I think the Vikings are, and um, I think they're in contention for the number one overall pick. I can't argue that. Yeah, especially I, with the Bears looking decent. Yep. Uh, not many easy wins. I do think they play the Jags, though, but, I mean, I think the Jags will get their second win this week, but we'll get to that game later. Um, James, moving on. You, my friend, like the Dolphins, and they are hosting the Seahawks. The Dolphins are, at the moment, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Underdogs. Oh, sorry, underdogs. Thank you. Uh, they are plus 240 on the money line, and the total is sitting at 54. I personally lean Dolphins, but James, tell me why you like Dolphins. It's all about the spot for me. Seattle's coming off two really emotional games. They played uh, 
two weeks ago into this Patriots Sunday night game, won that one on the line. Cowboys last week won with two minutes left. And then they want they held them off at the very end of the game. And then you get this spot right a game against an AFC East team that's not very good. You're going into the heat and humidity of Miami. Uh, then you have another primetime game next week against the Vikings. And meanwhile, the Dolphins played last Thursday. They actually looked pretty good against uh, the Jags. They dominated the game. The week before that, they played the Bills at home, similar spread. And they actually held their own, lost by three. Backdoored at the end here. Uh, and if you go back to the last year, the last 14 games the Dolphins have played, they're 10-4 and four ATS plus four and a half points a game. They've, Brian Flores has coached him really well here. I think this will be a really close game. And even if they're down 10 or two scores with uh, five, 10 minutes left, this magic knows how to get in that back door. Also, there's going to be a little weather yeah, in this does. game. It looks like scattered showers and winds, uh, winds up to 17 miles per hour. So that always, I wouldn't say always, but most of the time that helps kind of limits the scoring. And with the Seattle's passing attack, that win could definitely play a factor. Um, so, of course, we expect the Seahawks to be passing the ball, so win might be affecting that. But I would think that we find an advantage on the Dolphins based on their ability th- to throw the ball. So, if passing offenses do take a hit, do you see or do you think that that might favor the Seahawks just because they'll be able to do it better? I think it favored Miami. I, I, I kind of like that. I, I, I like James's point just that the wind, I just, anything that will slow down Russell Wilson is favoring that's- Miami. Um, Cause I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like I lean Miami, but I don't like them because I'm just so afraid of Russell Wilson. I mean, the dolphins rank 25, uh, 25th in pass defense. So if this is clear conditions, Wilson's probably gonna be able to do whatever the hell he wants on this team. Um, but yeah. granted, if we have some wind and we've got some rain and they're forced to run the ball, which they really haven't done much this season, um, I like our chances, not to mention Seattle. They just, they love one possession games. I mean, they, they, they always are in these one possession games. Well, I think that, well, I mean, that's what they were doing the last couple of years, but now that they're airing it out so much, I think they can get margins off teams. That's what, that's my big fear is that the Seahawks just, uh, like they just pull away in the fourth. If it's, even if it's close all game. I know what you mean, but I think especially with Chris Carson getting hurt, uh, having Carlos Hyde as your lead back, I don't think you can really – I don't know if you can trust Hyde as much to just run out the clock. I mean, they already ranked 16th in rushing yards per game, which in past years I'm pretty sure has been a lot higher when they're just rushing down their throats every single possession. Um, so I think playing with a lead where you have Carlos Hyde trying to drain out the clock works to our advantage as well. I like the Miami pick. Um, I like that Devontae Parker's getting healthier. He, he's been hurt this season. He looked pretty good against the Jags last week. Um, and I, I just think it's key to remember that the Miami's losses don't look that bad. I mean, they had close losses against the Pats and the Bills um, and then beating the Dolphins. So I don't think we really know how good this Miami team is. So Chris Carson yeah. did practice. Oh. Okay. He practiced yesterday. Yeah, I don't, he, he Although really, now I'm seeing that Jamal Adams got hurt. Yeah, he was hurt on the sideline last week. He w- he didn't he wouldn't didn't play the fourth quarter. So that's pretty big for us too. Sorry, yeah. what are you gonna say, James? Well, going back to your point about Seattle being able to expand on leads, the last two weeks they've led by fifteen last week, and then they Dallas took a thirty-one thirty lead late in the fourth, and then the week before that, I think they're up fourteen. There was two possessions at least, and the Pats still had a chance to win that game at the end. That's a good point. Great point. They blew, they blew out the Falcons week one, but 
knowing what we do about the Falcons now and their like second half adjustments, is it really that impressive? I think yeah. that's a great point. Yeah, that is. Um, would it be? Do you think it'd be fair to say that Pete Carroll is a bad second half coach, but Russell Wilson keeps them from losing? Yeah, I think that's fair. It, Pete Carroll actually has been a pretty good coach uh, going to the, the East Coast time zone, playing these morning games. Can't remember the exact stat. I think I brought it up last week, but or maybe two weeks ago. But I think the spot is just right here for the Dolphins. If there was ever a time for them to for Fritz Magic to pull his magic off, this is probably the game right here. Yeah, he he always he always pulls out one just an insane game against a good team, and then he yeah, the, and then he has a kid, and then he gets pulled for the up and coming rookie or whoever it is. You guys got to see this Seattle injury report. Um, it, I'm sure it's super long. There's like 20 guys on it. Like, it is massive. I mean, I assume a lot of them are going to play. There's a lot of participants in practice, but there's there's clearly some banged up guys going into this week. They might just want to get out of here. Also, something we didn't mention, this is a West Coast team traveling to Miami playing in humidity. Like, that's this is not a, a normal situation for the Seahawks. Um, I think that they, they, Byron Jones uh, and Xavier Howard are on the injury report. We they they And Byron Jones – or Brandon Jones. So they got three safeties and two corners on the injury report. That's pretty big against Seattle. Yeah. Um, and then 13,000 fans. They will also be. Yeah. That, I like that. I love that. I think that's good. I like Miami. I like the pick. Yeah, I like the game. To compare um, the, at like, uh, the climate in each city right now, Seattle's been in the mid-60s, low-70s all week. Miami's in the upper 80s with thunderstorms every day. Yeah. That's, so that'll be a little bit of a shock to the system. I like it, too. They've been practicing in this rain all week. They'll be a little more prepared for it than Seattle, you think. Uh, Although Seattle's probably used to playing in rainy weather. Yeah, but that's rain. That's not like – it's not what they're going to see in Miami. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little different. So, for me, uh, where I'm attacking this game is I'm betting Mike Kosicki and Devontae Parker as anytime touchdown scorers. Uh, first of all, I think Devontae Parker is going to go off. I mean, he's off long rest. Hopefully he's healthy. I think the, the reports are saying that he's going to be a full go. And then Mike Kosicki's look really good, especially if Jamal Adams is out. Not that Jamal Adams is that great in pass coverage. But, um, I mean, like, he's a beast in the red zone. And uh, Devontae Parker's just – I think he's incredibly underrated in terms of his talent. So, if it's a high-scoring game like I think it'll be, I think both of them are hitting the end zone. I like it. Uh, and uh, – now it's time to move on to my pick of the week. And I love the Colts at minus two. Traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears for a plus 120 on the money line. And the total is seen at fourth or 430, 43. Um, yeah, love the Colts here. According to DVOA, which is um, it's an opponent-adjusted stat that ranks each team. Uh, on offense, defense, special teams, and uh, it, like, varies the opponent they played. Um, but according to DVOA, the Colts are the best team in football. Uh, the stat, so the stat is just for strength of opponent, fumble luck, and weak and stadium factors. They have the highest defensive dropback success rate, which is very surprising. And here's where I'm going to factor in. Um, I'd like to make a public apology to Xavier Rhodes. I've been shitting on him the past, like, three weeks, and – if you look at pro football focus, he's been the best cornerback in football so far. So I'm sorry, Xavier Rhodes. But um, 
I think Philip Rivers has looked pretty good. He's been very efficient. And then finally, I, I, I obviously the Bears were on the road for these games, but they were dogs to the Lions and the Falcons. And like short dogs too. And I, I, I like, I think the Colts should be favored by like, like four to six here. I, I don't also, this plays into my, my road team in a, in a small spread to win straight up when there's no fans and the bears won't have fans this week. So I expect the Colts to roll, uh, the Colts will, and I'm sure Austin will touch in on, on this, but, uh, I don't like how Nagy handled the Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky starting quarterback situation. I think he announced too soon. But, um, yeah, Colts are going to dominate this week. Colts by 20. Wow. I'm with you. I like the Colts uh, for similar things that you mentioned, just how good their defense is. I mean, we do have to take it with a bit of grain of salt, even if they perform well this week, just because of the opponents that they've played. They really haven't faced a strong offense yet. Um, but I think they have an advantage over Chicago with their offensive line. Chicago's their defensive strength is their pass rush and it, this Colts offensive line has been holding together pretty well so far this season. Um, Bears have been able to make two great comebacks so far um, but that's against teams that can't take out the clock and uh, through running the football. This Colts team can run the football uh, behind this offensive line so if they get a lead I think they will be able to keep it. A um, couple drawbacks for me is I'm afraid of Michael Pittman being down. Paris Campbell was already out the week before. He's on the IR. Just that they're starting to lose some um, receivers. Um, I don't think it's the end. I mean, it is kind of – it's not the end of the world, but it's, it's big for Phillip Rivers. He needs these playmakers uh, with, his, with his arm strength. Um, they're already down Malik Hooker, but I think he was out last week as well. Um, to what Chaz's point, I, I think it's so stupid by Nagy to – announced that Foles is going to be the starting QB. Like, I know it's one thing if there's an injury, you have to state that there's an injury, but this is just a matter of who you're starting. Like, show some games gamesmanship where the Colts would have to prepare for Foles and Trubisky. Um, they are two different style quarterbacks. Um, so now the Colts are going to be more prepared for Foles, which I'm really not impressed that he made that comeback last week. I'm not going to overreact over that game. It was against prevent defense when they were down two possessions. And then even when they scored – they scored the first touchdown to make it a 10-point game. So it was still a two-possession lead. So they were still facing prevent defense. Um, Allen Rod they had inter he had a couple interceptable throws. Allen Robinson had a 45-yard touchdown that was made off broken tackles. So I'm really – I'm not that impressed with Foles. Um, and then my – the other last drawback that I have is just that there's a little weather expected. I think James might touch on this. Um, but – a dome team, especially Philip Rivers, who's not used to playing in inclement weather, it's supposed to be windy. There's supposed to be some rain. Um, it's not the best thing for a Colts offense. Um, I kind of like the under in this game. I I love the Colts defense, and I can see the uh, their offense struggling um, just because of the weather issues and the lack of playmakers. Um, but I lean – I like the Colts. They're not on my five likes, but I like the Colts. One thing I'd like to add is that um, I, if the Bears didn't come back this weekend, or sorry, last weekend, and if they didn't come back against the Lions, I think we would be, we, we would be looking at this, which I'd say both are pretty lucky because I would argue that DeAndre Swift should have caught that touchdown pass to win, yep. and the Falcons just suck. 
so I think we, we, we would be looking at Bears plus four to plus six, which is why I said in the beginning, I think they've gotten pretty lucky. A very, and, very fraudulent 3-0 team. And if, if we're going to talk about the Colts playing bad teams, then we got to talk about the Bears playing bad teams. True, true. Yep, I would agree with that. James, anything? Uh, I've been wrong on the Colts every week, so for the sake of our picks, I should probably lean to the Bears here. Uh, <laughs> I don't have much here. You guys covered it pretty well. I don't – I'm not excited to be backing a team led by Nick Foles. I still don't good. Um, I'm curious – Speak up see, a little bit. Oh, sorry. I'm curious to see if the Bears play better this week because they, like, they think they have a quarterback now or – I don't know. I'm just – I'm more curious to watch this game than to bet it. If I had to, it, I'd probably go Colts. It, if it's two, I'd probably go Colts. If you'll go, maybe the other way. I've heard that narrative that um, possibly the Bears were a little – were rejuvenated once Foles came in. They showed more energy, and that's why they came back. But at the same time, like, they made the same exact comeback with Trubisky against the Lions. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I just – I don't think there's much of a difference between Trubisky and Foles. Um, I think Trubisky sucks. Um, I'm interested to see if Foles – I mean, so when he played on the Jags, he got hurt week one. Did he play again? No. Gardner no. So we really haven't seen, we haven't seen much Nick Foles at all in a long time. Yeah. Interesting. Um, one thing I'd like to add is I think that there's a really big advantage to throwing in a backup quarterback with a contrasting style because the past couple weeks – We've seen the Chiefs not ready for Herbert, and they obviously they could have been looking ahead to the ratings, but they did not play as people expect them to. Mm-hmm. Um, Foles just crapped on the Falcons. Driscoll, Driscoll played pretty Dr- well against Driscoll, the Steelers. Driscoll somehow backdoored the Steelers. And Nick Mullins was decent. Nick, yeah, Nick Mullins. Um, last year we saw Matt Moore. Maybe this was the magic of Andy Reid, but Matt Moore played well um, when he filled in for Mahomes. I, I think that there might be something there to the point where if they're pulling in a backup quarterback that you might like, I think they're worth a live bet. Yeah, I agree. Like like when when I'm sure at some point the season's going to happen, but say Fitzpatrick gets hurt and they're going to throw in Tua, I think Tua might be worth a live bet. I agree. How could any – because teams just aren't preparing for yeah. – they spend all week preparing for Fitzpatrick and not Tua. I, compl- I, I like that take. I, and that's why I think like – why don't teams more when you have two quarterbacks if throw both of them in the game? I understand yeah. it messes up the rhythm a little bit, but like especially for like the Dolphins when you have two completely contrasting players between Fitz and Tua, what happens if you throw in Tua for ten plays when you're well, down ten points in the third quarter? I mean, Tua, we've seen Tua win a natty doing that. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Um, Lots of rain on your parade here, but weren't you bitching about another quarterback coming yeah, in? Yeah, seriously, I was just about to say that. <laughs> which, wait, which one? Taysom uh, Hill. <laughs> That's different. That's that's not a quarterback. That doesn't count. Uh, he he's considered a quarterback. Fuck that that's dif- that's Spe- different. Special teams gunner. <laughs> Fuck the Saints, God. Um, but yeah, uh, just to a quick recap, our three uh, super super contest best bets for or individual ones. I got the Colts minus two and a half. Austin has the Texans minus four. And James has the Dolphins plus six and a half. Uh, we got three winners right there. I'm confident. Love it. Let's hit on the rest of the board coming up. We're going to be starting with the Saints traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions. We're plus 
who are getting four points at home plus 175 on the money line and the total is sitting at 54. I'll start. So I lean Saints, but I do like the Saints team total. I'm looking for uh, 28. Uh, 28. Uh, 28 is what I'm looking for. Um, 20. I think they'll get to 30 pretty easily, but I'll, I'm playing that 28, nothing higher. Um, Michael Thomas should be back. Uh, the Detroit Lions secondary does not look good. Um, I think that the Cardinals offense might be a little overrated. So people may be overreacting to a good defensive performance by performance by the Lions. Um, and I just think they'll be able to move the ball against a weak secondary. I think Kamara is going to have a monster game again. The Lions are not a great rush defense team. And I'm hoping, I mean, I, I really hope Sean Payton decides to use – he has two great running backs on his team, Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. He has a fantastic offensive line. He should be using that to his advantage. Um, in terms of game script, I think the Lions should be able to score points, make this a bit of a shootout, which is why I'm staying away from – other side. So I, I think the Saints with extra possessions should uh, be able to put up 30. I like it. I lean the Saints. I lean the Saints. Um, part of me is just a little still upset about last week, so I'm afraid to back them again to like them. Um, I really I did not like what I saw from their defense. Um, I mean, they've had Looks pen- sloppy. very sloppy, especially for like a top five defense that we thought was coming in coming into the season. Um, they've had poor penalties, which has kind of been holding them back a little bit. Um, but, like, it was just blatant missed coverages. I mean, there was wide open guys against Green Bay last week. Um, and a guy like Rodgers, he's going to hit those throws. Um, but at the same time, I'm not impressed with Detroit. Uh, that win last week against the Cardinals we did have, or at least I did. Um, I, I wasn't impressed by it. I mean, they won the game, yes, but uh, they had three turnovers, and it seems like they were giving the game to Arizona. Um, just by the way that they were feeding Adrian Peterson. Um, I mean, they, he had 22 carries for 75 yards, so three and a half yards a carry. Uh, they were just feeding him up the middle, and it just wasn't getting any drives uh, going, um, especially when they had the lead. Um, I, I think they need to let Stafford throw the ball a little bit more. Um, and then I, I want to pick the Saints for what you said. Uh, pretty much the same reason, my same handicap for last week was that the Packers had one of the worst rush defenses coming into last week. So I expected the Saints to just run the football more. And I get that Kamara was great out of the backfield and passing, but he had six carries. Six carries is just – it's its not enough for this offense. And Lions this week are third-worst rushy. So if they want to win this game, they're going to need to run the football. Um, I think if they do, they're going to have more than enough success and they're going to cover the spread. Um, but at the same time, who knows? Maybe Taysom Hill's the running back. So I lean the Saints. Uh, I, I'm a little uneasy on the uh, team total over just because I just – I still don't trust that offense. I think if Michael Thomas is back, it's worth a, worth a play. Um, but for now, I'm just going to stay away from the game. Yeah, I, I think I lean the other way here. Uh, going back to where Chad said he liked the team total, both these teams are actually really slow in tempo compared to uh, the rest of the league. So I think we might see a slower game, but I still think we will get a pretty good amount of points. Uh, if the Lions can take a lead early, I might look to back the Saints in the second half. Last week was an uncharacteristic second half for a Matt Patricia team. They actually held their own and kept the lead, which is a rare thing for them. Um, still lost it, though. They still uh, lost the second half. Did they really? Were they, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, they were, they were yeah. four. Yeah, but I'm sure they were getting 
probably four or five points in the second half there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, leans to the Lions for me. Nothing on the total. Uh, Yeah. Move on to the Cardinals taking on the Panthers in Carolina. Panthers are three-point home dogs. Uh, Sitting at plus 150 on the money line totals at 51 and a half. Austin, I'll kick it to you. What do you think about this one? Uh, I lean the Cardinals. Uh, actually, do I like them? They might be one I think this is one of your likes. Yeah, I like the Cardinals. Um, I also seen that they're minus 105 on the uh, on their spread at three and a half. The chance are we could get three. If we get three, I absolutely love it. Um, well, it's it's at three right now. Whoa, really? On my book? Well, on, bet online, it's at three. I'm seeing three and a half. Okay, I love. If we get three, I that I love the Cardinals. Uh, I got yeah. I got to get that in my account. Um, the thing I don't like, it's a bad spot for them, uh, cross country, early start time. Um, but I'm just, I'm not impressed with Carolina. Uh, I, the victory last week against the chargers was pretty fraudulent. Just being that the chargers had three turnovers, they were outgained by hundred yards. And if Keenan Allen knew how to throw a lateral, he would have beat the Panthers last week. Um, and they were also playing, um, Herbert on his first career start. They had a whole week of preparation for him. It was just, a, it was a perfect spot for Carolina to win that game. Um, like I said earlier, I'm the in the Detroit Arizona game. I mean Detroit. I don't know what to say here. Um, just because Arizona, the, the turnovers from Arizona scared me a little bit for their offense. But at the same time, they still outgained them in yardage. Um, it was a, a spot for the Lions that we liked, and that's why I, I like the Lions in that spot. Um, but. I like the Arizona defense here, just with the ranking number eight in pass defense and 12th in rush defense. I don't see Carolina being able to put up enough points for the Cardinals. Um, it is my like. I love it. I, I like it at three points, um, and it's mainly because I just think Carolina's a fraudulent team. Yeah, I agree. I also like it. Uh, you, you were talking about the game last week. The Cardinals outgained the Lions by 55 yards, but the difference was the three turnovers to zero. Uh, this Lions team, Lions, this Cardinals, Cardinals, this Panthers team isn't the, <laughs> it isn't a great defense. I think Kyler actually should be able to do what he wants to with the ball. Uh, I think the Cardinals go up and down the field. And you talked about it not being a great spot for the Cardinals, but I was looking in the last 21 games, AFC or NFC West teams have gone east. They're 14-7 straight up and ATS. So I think that trend is probably a little overrated. Uh, I know we used it earlier on the Dolphins game, but. I think Wilson also carries, the Seahawks carry that trend. Yeah, um, they do. They, they dominate. But I, I, I like that. I like hearing that. Yeah, but it, if we're getting a field goal here and the Cardinals got, just got to win by three, I like it. Give me the Cardinals. At three, this would play, or would, would play into my trend because I don't believe the Panthers have fans. So I – I would, I would be good. At three, give me the Cardinals. But for now, I don't know. I, I'm pleasantly surprised with what I've seen from the Panthers so far. I mean, did we have them last week? Pretty sure we did. Yeah, um, yeah we did. Yeah, we did. I, I worry about the Cardinals' offense. I, like, their offensive line is not good. Kyler had a little bit of a stinker last week. Um, I think that, that may happen from time to time. It's not like he was playing a great defense. Uh, John Hopkins didn't practice. I don't like that. I, I think he's going to be playing, okay. uh, but I, I think he did hurt his ankle a little bit. They, they also have a, a pretty long um, injury report. They have 
Buda Baker won't be playing. Their backup safety won't be playing. Um, they might be exposed a little bit in secondary. Also, the I was looking at a penalty stats just because I was curious. That Arizona's the most penalized team in football, and for a Panthers team that struggles to score in the red zone, if the more chances they get, if it's prolonging drives, I think I that's it worries me a little bit about the Cardinals. Um, Panthers were middle of the road, and that's that. But uh, yeah, don't have anything too strong in this. I also lean the over, but I could see game script leading to an under. So nothing strong here, not for me anyways. Okay. Yep. Jags at the Bengals. The Jacksonville Jaguars are getting three points on the road, plus 141 on the money line, and the total is sitting at 49 and a half. I'll start because I like the Jags this week. Um, I, I've been holding out hope for Zach Taylor for some reason. I don't really know why. I just like everyone, – everyone just kind of shits on them. So, I'm like, I feel like we should give him a little more than a chance than one year with a really bad team. But it's clear that he does not sequence plays well. He loves a run on first and second down. And Joe Burrows is running for his life. Um, one thing I really hate is that – when Joe Mixon is in, you know they're going to run. But when Giovanni Bernard is in, you know it's a pass play. I'm like, we know Joe Mixon, like he just got a, a fat contract. He's not a bad receiver by any means. I don't know why they don't involve him more in the passing game. Um, it's just little things like that make me really question why Zach Taylor is still coaching. I think he'll be fired uh, after the season is over. Uh, the offensive line has not been gotten any better, although Jonah Williams has been very good, which, I mean, like, it makes me happy for Joe Bur Burrow. Joe Burrow looks great. I think he's going to be really good long-term. But the Jags are coming off a long rest. The Bengals just have no direction. It, it seems – I mean, they tied last week. Maybe should have lost if you like the Eagles are just, are just a sloppy team right now and they should have had a chance to win. Um, DJ Chark is coming back. I think that could be huge. And I, I just don't think that the Bengals should be favored against anyone. I know the Jags suck, but they have uh, they have pretty close to elite players on defense, and it's going to play to their advantage. Just, I, I wish I could find, like, a player to get a sack prop because I would be hammering Josh Allen because I think he's going to make – and not the quarterback, but the defensive end on the Jags. So I yep. think he's going to make Joe Burrow's life hell. So give me the Jags on the money line. Yeah. Like throw them in money money line underdog parlays because they're winning for sure. I personally, I I lean the Bengals, um, but if the better in me, the what you said, uh, Bengals should not be favored by a field goal over anybody. Um, so, from a strategic point of view, I feel like I would have to take the Jags. But uh, from a narrative point of view, which I think when watching Jacksonville versus the Bengals, uh, I'm going to just bet on the narrative. Um, I think Burrow's got to win one eventually. Uh, he's such a competitor. He looks so pissed off after every single loss and even ties that this is the type of game that I think he could eventually win one. Um, that being said, I'm not taking this game. I want zero side here. Um, I'd bet the over, if anything. Both offenses, offenses have looked pretty good against poor defenses, which both of these are. Um, I think they'll be able to put up points. Um, I'm A couple props that I like. I'm still a little hesitant on this one, but A.J. Green props, possibly just a receiving touchdown. 
He's had to face Casey Hayward, Denzel Ward, and Darius Slay, all three tough matchups. This will be his easiest matchup he's had yet. Um, and he actually has um, – he's fair, fair decent um, so far this season. He has the – he, him and Mike Gusecki are tied for the most uh, catches in traffic, which I don't know if that's because a corner's all over him or because he's too shitty to get separation. Um, so I guess we'll find that out this week if he gets a TD or not. Um, a prop I really like is Joe Mixon under rushing yards. As Chaz mentioned earlier, um, when Mixon's on the field, they know it's probably a run. When Bernard's on the field, it's definitely a pass. So it makes it very one-dimensional for him when Mixon's there because the Jags can prepare for a run more. Um, and the Jags have had a pretty good rush D so far. Uh, they effectively shut down Derrick Henry. The, he, I think he had like 60, 60 yards or so. Um, they limited Jonathan Taylor. And then the Dolphins running backs didn't do well last week. It was really just Fitzpatrick, who was their best runner last week. Um, so I love his under props. I assume the yards will be, I'd say around 70. Um, I do like that play. Uh, I think it will be a little bit lower than that. Okay. Um, either way, I'm, well, I wouldn't say either way, but if it's, if it's 60, I wouldn't go lower than 65, but if it's 65 or lower, I, I, I like the play. Um, he's, he does get his fair share of volume, but I trust that the Jags defense can contain him. Um, we've seen that, uh, the Bengals aren't afraid to just, throw the ball 60 times in a game, which I could see Burrow just doing. Um, so I'll take my big, my best play will be there is under Joe Mixon. And then I'd lean the over. Anything on this one, James? At the beginning of the week, I was, uh, at the beginning of the week, I was kind of on the Bengals. I thought three felt kind of cheap, but like as the week progressed, I've flipped the other way. At this point, I kind of lean the Jags now. Uh, the more I think about it, the like, the more I realize how bad the Bengals are. That game against the Eagles last week is just a wash. Yes, it's impressive they went on the road and tied against the Eagles, who are supposed to be good this year. But just watching that game, Burrow got sacked eight times, and the Eagles turned it over in pretty bad spots. Yeah, if I play anything here, it'd just be Jags money line in a parlay. Uh, one thing I want to mention, uh, Geno Atkins practice. Yeah. He, has, he um, hasn't they, been here all season. That could be a They could addition. potentially get um, – um, most of their uh, D line back right now. It's looking like Geno Atkins is going to play, but Mike Daniels and Carlos Dunlap are still um, to be oh. determined. Okay, okay. I think they're all there. However, one thing I would like to add: the Jags have had great offensive line plays so far this year. That's it. Um, <laughs> moving on to Cleveland traveling to Dallas, who will have fans for this game. Cowboys lane four and a half, Browns plus 190 on the money line. We have an incredibly high total at 56. Uh, James, you want to start? No, I don't have much. If anything, I'm going over. Um, Damn. <laughs> oh, really? You're the other way. Um, I think 56 I, is a huge number. Yeah. If I had to take a, a side here, I'd go the Browns. I haven't been impressed with Dallas so far. I think – the Browns will be able to do what they want on the ground. I mean, if you've seen this Cowboys defense, it's like, it's, it's cheese. You can just shred right through it and do what you want. And I think if the Browns get an early lead, the four and a half that they're getting is, I think they'll cover pretty easily. Um, but if they get down early, I'm curious to see how they play. Like we said, Browns are a really good team with the lead, but with, when they're trailing, it's a different offense. That was good. Well said. Um, I lean the Browns. I lean Browns and under in a parlay. 
Um, I'm expecting this Cowboys game to be exactly like the Rams game, um, being that in the Rams in that game, I believe had 35 minutes of possession. And I think if the Browns want to win this game, they have to do the same thing. I'm expecting it to be a really run heavy game um, where they're controlling clock. So I think if we get a game where they're controlling clock, they're controlling the ground game, um, the under's going to hit because time's just going to be kicking. Because the, the biggest thing they have to do is they got to keep um, Dallas off the field. Um, the Seahawks with no D-line were able to give a pass rush to Dallas. Um, the Browns D-line should be able to have success on this Cowboys team. Um, I got to be honest, there's like, they're supposed to be players. Like a player being out is usually only worth like one point. Um, I would really like the Browns, but Denzel Ward possibly being out, I think is so big this week. Um, I, he, I don't know who, how they stopped Dallas, uh, with these, they're, they really need Denzel Ward out there. They just have so many weapons. Um, I lean, I definitely lean the Browns, um, but these injuries just scare me. I mean, Greedy's limited. He's probably going to give it a go, but I think Denzel Ward is a little important just because the Cowboys have three playmakers on offense. Um, but if anything, I honestly, my bet would be under and Browns parlay. So. I love the Browns this week. They're my second favorite play. I was going back and forth about taking them or the Colts. Uh, for a Denzel Ward update, Stefanski came out and said that he's likely to play. Um, it's, just, it's just that his groin is something we have to be mindful about. So, I, I mean, he could re-aggravate things and it could all go to shit. But, okay, um, I like they're giving him a chance, though. I think uh, Greedy Williams was limited. I think you just said that, right? Yep. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start this with saying that the Cowboys should potentially be 0-4. Um, I think... So this week you're saying? Yeah. Or is this... Oh, this is week four. Excuse me. 0-3. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe they probably... They were probably got the short end of the stick in the Rams game, but the Rams were still shoving it down their throat all game. Um, but, I mean, the Seahawks kind of dominated them, although the final score might not indicate it. And... I mean, I feel like this is like the fourth time I've said this during the recording. The Falcons just suck, and I, I have no words to describe that comeback. But um, I like the Browns because I expect the power run to set up a bunch of play action, which I don't think I don't think Baker's bad. I think he's average, um, and I think he's good enough to dissect the horrible Cowboys secondary. Cowboys have great receiving options i mean the odell landry hunt out of the backfield hooper i mean it goes on and on um and it's not like the cowboys are great against the run either uh we saw the seahawks getting chunk yards on the ground um and then finally i think this is gonna be Dak's hardest te- hardest test yet we saw him struggle a little bit against the rams um where aaron donald was just dominating and I think that Miles Garrett and the Browns have a fantastic defensive line. They're going to make his life hell this week. Tyron Smith is on the injury report. I don't believe he played last week, did he? I don't think so. Uh, the So far, the Cowboys have only only played uh, bottom 10 defenses this year. And the Browns secondary with Ward and Ter- uh, I think his name is Terrence Mitchell. They're both top 10 corners according to Pro Football Focus. So especially if Denzel Ward plays, I think he'll have the – the bodies to throw out the Cowboys receivers. Uh, like I said, Dak has been excellent, but it's this is going to be a different beast than what he's been facing. 
Um, I think I would really like that the Browns try and s- slow the game down a little bit, just keep the ball out of Dak's hands. And um, it's Dak's just going to have a rough day, very rough day. And um, I like the Browns. I, I think that there's a chance we might see it tick up to five. But at four and a half, I love it. Browns on the money line. Money line parlay, Jackson Browns. Let's do it. Ooh, that's gross. <laughs> All right, a couple I things know. I want to add there. Um, so, yeah, the uh, Browns are 22nd in opponent passing yards, which isn't very good. But at the same time, um, just what you mentioned with Terrence Mitchell and Denzel Ward being top corners. Also, Greedy Williams, has he's been hurt. So, they really haven't had their core secondary together. Um, so, hopefully, they can figure it out in a week like this. Dallas ranks 23rd in opponent rushing yards. So, Browns should be able to do whatever they want. Um, and then lastly, we were just, we were, you were talking about the prior schedule. This is such a bad spot for Dallas. I mean, week one, it's cross country prime time um, in LA. Then it's a brutal to the wire finish at home against Atlanta cross country again to Seattle. Um, and that was another to the wire finish. I mean, those are three to the wire finishes, a lot of travel. You got to think they got to be a little tired here to face the Browns here, even though they're coming back home. Um, but they will have 25,000 fans to help fuel them. So that, I think that's pretty big. That'll be the most fans we see this, uh, this week and this season. One thing I'd like to add to your uh, Browns passing yard, defensive passing yards thing, they, they d- did let Joe Burrow throw, what was it, 60 passes? Yeah. So I think that might be contributing a little bit. I forget who they played week one. Although they lost week one, huh? Didn't yeah, Lamar Ravens, just crap on him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I can get the reservations there, but I don't know. I, I'm hoping Denzel Ward is healthy. And because if they finally have their secondary ready to go, I think it'll be much better. I like it. I like the Browns pick. And oh, James are complex. Um, anything else? Ready to move on? Move on. Yeah. All right. This one we're going to have a little disagreement on. Um, Chargers at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Right now, the spread is looking like it's seven. Chargers are going to be plus 270 on the money line on the road. And the totals, we got a low total at 42 and a half. Uh, James, I'll kick it to you. Yeah, give me the Chargers here. I think it's a really good spot for, spot for them. Going east isn't ideal. Uh, I think seven is really nice to get here. Bucks have no fans, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, nope, sorry. I, there will be some, but it's not specific. They really haven't mentioned, but it most likely 10 to 15% of their stadium. Okay, so that's not much. No. Um, I think the Chargers were getting some value here after last week. The scoreboard lied a little bit. Yes, the Panthers kind of led the entire game, but the Chargers did outgain them, and they lost the turnover battle, which is pretty big. Um, for the Bucks, they looked impressive last week. They dominated against Denver, but we'll find more, more out about Denver tonight. But I think Denver's in trouble right now without Locke. That is a bad football team. I think this is just a value play for me. I think seven's a lot. And I think the Chargers, with their pass rush, can keep it close. Not They won't let Brady get too comfortable. Um, and I think Herbert can do enough with his legs, even though he will be under pressure for most of the game, to keep him in it, keep it within a score. Mary, you, Chaz, because I'm on the Chargers side. Um, you can go first, and then I'll take you guys on. Okay, yeah, I'm also on the Chargers. I just think seven and a half is too many points. I've not been impressed with the Tampa offense. I mean, even last week they put up 28 against Denver, but uh, 
they started the game on like the 15 yard line because of the Broncos in a turnover. So um, they're getting a lot of their points off of their defense, which against a rookie QB, that same thing could happen this week. Um, but that makes me like the under the most um, that, I mean, even at 42 and a half, I think that's a good number. Um, the t- I've been real, I've still been very impressed with the Tampa defense um, chargers traveling cross country to a humid ta- uh, Tampa Bay. It's not, it's just, it's not a good spot for the Chargers um, to score many points. Their defense is going to have to come through. Um, their injuries scare me quite a bit. Uh, they have pretty much their whole offensive line hurt, which Tampa should be able to feast on. Um, but I just think it's too many points. I mean, when Tampa played Carolina just two weeks ago, uh, Tampa closed minus eight at home against Carolina. Um, and we're seeing a seven, seven and a half here. Um, so are we really saying that the Chargers are just a half a point better than Carolina when they were just favored by six and a half last week? Um, I think the spread just, even though that the Chargers lost to Carolina, the spread just can't change that much within one week. Um, so I, 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 I'm taking the points. I think seven and a half. If you can get seven and a half, it's great. Even seven, I think that's a great number. Um, it's mo- it's mostly sevens now. I don't think okay. there's any seven that's and a half fine. left. That's fine. But I really like the Bucks this week. They have, according to DVOA, they have the second best defense. They have a top three O line. I think they're going to dominate up front on both sides of the ball. Joey Bosa is on the injury report. I'm assuming he's going to play. I feel like we haven't heard anything about him not playing. But if he doesn't, then the Chargers are going to be missing their four, four of their five best defensive players coming into the season. Um, I mean, Chris Harris is out for the year. I th- or Chris Harris, Melvin Ingram just put on the IR. Um, Derwin James is obviously out for a long time. Uh, Casey Hayward is going to play, but he, he, has, he just has not been in the same dominant self. Um, also, no Chris Godwin this week, which I, I, I think, I mean, that's obviously a negative. But I, watching the Bucks broncos game, it was crazy how – I mean, in a place where he struggles, he just had the right call on third down every time. Um, I love that the Bucks going to have fans. Um, I expect the Bucks to move the ball fairly easy. And I think last week we kind of saw Herbert struggle a little bit. And especially against a dominant front seven, I think he's going to struggle a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, I think the Bucks cover pretty easy. Also, the one thing that worries me, is that the Bucks have gotten to the last two weeks? They've gone up to early leads, and they've taken their foot completely off the gas. I don't the think this. I don't think this Chargers offense is good enough to take advantage of that because I think the Bucks defense is still good. But uh, I don't know if the Bucks offense will score enough to kind of pour it on in the second half. I mean, I they scored what five points, a safety, and a field goal in the second half. Yep, which that was glorious for my under but um yeah but give me the bucks love them this week yeah, are we betting I, on this yeah we can bet on it let's do all it. right let's do it let's do it we got a bet here we'll figure out the wager what's a unit on it yeah um to, to your point tampa just can't run the football i mean they rank uh 27th in rush deep in rush offense um and the chargers are top 10 in rush defense so just playing, they, that's where they struggle. They struggle to control a lead and kill clock because um, they just can't, can't keep running the ball. Um, I, I think they're still struggling between who to play with between Ronald Jones and Fournette. Um, so, I mean, that part of that makes me like the Chargers even more. 
Um, that being said, um, your point on their defense, Herbert has not faced a defense like this yet. I mean, yes. he faced Kansas City and Carolina, but Tampa Bay is a whole other level. Um, so I expect to see some rookie mistakes out of them this week. Um, so, but I'm okay with it. I like the points. I like the bet. Go Let's do it. Um, ready to move on. Do you guys, I thought when you guys like the under. I like the under. Did you already talk about it? Yeah, yeah. I like okay. the under. Sorry, I zoned out for a couple all minutes. Good. All good. Um, <laughs> moving on to the Ravens at the Redskins. Uh, the Redskins are home dogs plus 13. Actually, now it's plus 13 and a half. Uh, plus 605 on the money line. Total's in at 45. I'll start. I'll be quick. I don't got much. I lean Ravens. I think I imagine them coming off a little bit of an embarrassing loss. They'll throw up a big number early. Uh, maybe look for a first half under 10. Um, or like Ravens minus whatever. Eight and a half, nine, nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this just boils down to I think the Reds can suck on offense and they suck against the run, which is a Horrible com- combo against the Ravens. So, yeah. What do you guys got? James? Uh, you get agreement from me. I don't have much. I expect a really pissed off Ravens team. Uh, I like the first half play actually quite a bit. I might play that myself. I haven't thought about the first play, uh, first half yet. But they were dominating every facet of that game against the Chiefs. Um, the Redskins actually last game, the scoreboard kind of lied a little bit. Haskins looked pretty bad, but they did slightly outgain the Browns. But I don't think that means anything for this game. I think the Ravens come and take care of business and get back on track. I like the. I'm gonna have probably the most money this week. Uh, most of my money on this game. Um, I thought about making the Ravens as my best bet, but I just like them. Um, my the biggest thing that I didn't want to put is just because 13 points is a lot. But um, for betting purposes, I really don't even think it's enough. I'm not impressed with this Washington offense. I don't think they're gonna be able to score enough. Um, Ravens are going to be so angry after last week. Uh, we're seeing an angry Lamar Jackson. Um, Redskins have a decent pass defense, but they struggle in the rush defense, uh, averaging 22, uh, ranking 22nd in the league. Um, so I expect the Baltimore uh, rush offense to work very well. Um, I don't think they're capable of stopping Lamar on the ground. That's my biggest handicap here. Um, when they played the Cardinals in week two, Kyler had a field day on the ground. I believe he had eight carries for like 65 yards. And I think two touchdowns. So uh, my favorite prop is Lamar Jackson over rushing yards. I think the number is going to be around 45. Um, Murray ran for 67. I absolutely love this bet. Pound this bet. It's my favorite bet. Um, I think this is not the Texans. Um, prop, prop. It's my favorite. Oh, prop, prop. prop. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's uh, over on the rush yards. Um, I don't. I don't think that's going to have any problem hitting. Um, I love him to cover the spread. I just don't see Washington be able to. I mean. W- are they going to put up seven? Even if they put up 17, the Ravens are going to put up 30. Um, I, 31. I, I see the Ravens absolutely covering. I think that'll be up by 30 at halftime. I love the first half spread. Um, the only thing hurting this uh, bet is a backdoor, just because 13 is a lot. Oh, and then one more thing. Yeah. Um, Rivera had some enthusiastic comments this week about Dwayne Haskins, um, which actually makes me feel a little uneasy about this game, just because I think Dwayne Haskins sucks. Um, he just didn't sound confident that he was a long-term QB. And he even said that Alex Smith could be uh, getting, getting no. a shot, which like, I don't want to see him break his leg again. I don't either. Uh, Alex Smith is from Helix. We love Alex Smith and I don't yeah. want to see him die in the field again. Um, and as we were talking about earlier, 
Um, just the way a game changes when you switch quarterbacks mid-game, I think that would absolutely favor the football team if they switched to Alex Smith midway through. And he's probably an upgrade over Dwayne Haskins, even with one leg. Yeah. Um, I, I, but for the most part, assuming that Dwayne Haskins is the quarterback for four quarters, give me the Ravens, give me the first half, give me Lamar Jackson over rushing yards. Well, you're also not yeah, – you're forgetting about Will Greer, okay? Oh, I think God. he's also hmm. – I don't know if he's an upgrade over Dwayne. I don't think he is. <laughs> uh, the first half number on Bavada is minus seven, minus one twenty. So I'm going to go ahead and bet Ooh, that right now. That is a bet. That is a bet. I love it. Oh, I, I love actually that. love that. Can't believe it's seven. Yeah, that's seriously. a hidden podcast play. Yeah. Ravens first half. You guys are listening. Get that now. Why it's at seven, and then thank us later. How can you thank us, you ask? I'll tell you how. Leave us a review on Apple. It does a huge thing for us. Give us a, a review. Give us five stars. Nice little comment saying, hey, we're doing a great job. We would really appreciate that, and it would help us grow. Another way you can do that, uh, give us a follow if you're not already. May you throw us a retweet, a like. DM one of our picks to your friends, something. There's we're around. doing good stuff over here. We're making we had a, today, we had a, today, Tim Anderson hit his – Total basis prop in the second inning. I mean, come on. <laughs> We're giving away money, guys. You guys just have to grab it. Although I will say, I had some unlucky and horrible uh, baseball picks yesterday. So it's okay. You I guess I was coming to you today. You don't Made have to happen, tell them so. that. It does. Um, but enough of the self touting. Let's move on to the Giants <laughs> at the Rams. Rams are 13 point favorites at home. Giants are. Plus 535 on the money line and total seen at 48. I, 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 uh, I got a like on this game. I like the Rams. Um, you know what? Let's take Rams money line. I'm just kidding. Bold. Um, <laughs> very bold. Uh, no, I think the Rams have an incredibly explosive offense. They finish drives well. Um, Jared Goff is very good. Um, I think the no fans has benefited him. McFay is able to talk him through it and stuff. Um, I also think he's just shown improvement uh, with his arm. Uh, they've shown a fantastic ability to run the ball. Their offensive line has greatly improved from last year. They don't commit penalties. I think they are tied for second lowest um, behind the Patriots, which the Patriots were absurdly low, which we can talk about on the next game. Um, and while I have mentioned that the Rams aren't necessarily the most dominant defense, Aaron Donald is proving why he's one of the best defensive players ever. I mean, he's just so impactful that it, it, it's, it's crazy. Um, I think he's going to dominate a weak Giants offensive line. And I just don't think that the Giants offense is good enough to take advantage where the Rams defense is not that good. Um, the Rams can score, which means I think they'll give us a margin. Uh, yeah, like the Rams this week. Giants have no chance. Oh, Rams for Survivor. That's my that's the Survivor pick. Although, I'm sure everyone and their mom are going to be on the Rams for Survivor. So, Austin, anything? Um, I lean the Rams. I, I'm already betting the Ravens, so I would hate to lay this, these points with two, two of these teams. But I just think the, Raven, or the Rams are just in a different league compared to the Giants. Um, I think this game will really make us question again why the hell we took the Giants last week. Um, but the only thing is that's scaring me a little is I think the Rams might sleepwalk through this game. I mean, they're coming off two East Coast trip uh, games where they played the Eagles uh, and the Bills, two spreads that closed under a field goal. Um, these are really games that they had to be up for. 
And now they're playing the Giants, who just got destroyed to the Niners, who were depleted by everyone. Um, so I could see them kind of just walking through and thinking that they could just run them over, which, to be honest, they probably can. Um, I don't see the Giants being able to stop them. But in a game where it's 13 points, not the, not the biggest thing you want to hear. Um, but at the same time, uh, I lean the Rams. So if you're worried about a look ahead, next week they got the Redskins. Yep. Excuse me, Washington football team. Wow, two buys Man, in a row. Canceled. I think I might have been saying that last time. I hope mm-hmm. I said Washington. Nope, you said football or Redskins. Dang it. <laughs> canceled. Canceled. Gosh dang it. Sharp size already canceled. All right, okay. James, anything? No, you, I, I, I bet the Rams at minus 12. At 13, I still like it. It was one of my likes. I think they absolutely roll the Giants. The Giants played against Nick Mullins last week, and he threw for 330 yards. It's, <laughs> that's unreal. I, with Jared Goff playing the way he is right now and their ability to set up the play action – I think they're going to have a field day, and they can name the score in this game. Yeah, give me the Rams minus 13. They're in all my survivors, so I'm sure they just won't show up now. Also, weather edge. Uh, Giants, it's hot as hell in California right now. The Giants are not used to playing in low 90-degree weather. Um, I think that's the Rams have an advantage there as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. So here – Probably the game of the week, no? Pats, Chiefs? Yeah. I assume so. If, it, if, if you're not thinking. Raiders, Bills. Broncos, Raiders, Bills, too. I'll be good. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Patriots traveling to Kansas City, who will have fans. I forget how many that. Uh, Patriots. 16K. 7, 16K. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a lot. Um, Patriots getting seven, plus 250 on the money line, over under sitting at 52 and a half. Uh, I'll start. I'll be quick. I want to pass. Once again, I just feel dumb for not taking the Chiefs on the money line last week. Um, yeah. Someone else can take it. Sorry, Ben, against the Chiefs. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, if, it if this was seven and a half, I would be betting the Patriots. Seven, I still kind of lean that way. It's hard to fade this Chiefs team after seeing what they did last week, but – I guess this could be kind of a letdown in a sense, even though it's still probably the game of the week. The Patriots look have looked really good. I've been really impressed by Cam. They had cash for us last week easily against the Raiders. I think they can keep this close. And then a little tidbit here is in this Andy Reid, Belichick, Chiefs, Patriots series over the last four years, the road team has covered each of the last four years. So wow, I like that. Hopefully that continues here. Um, I I thought about I think I like the Patriots to be honest. Uh, I seven points is a lot of points. It's hard fading Mahomes like this. Um, it's hard to ever fade Mahomes, but seven points is a lot, especially for Belichick, who seems to be the only person who always puts together a good game plan against the Chiefs. Um, and that game plan is you got to keep the Chiefs off the field, and you got to run the football, which I think the Patriots are going to have a lot of success with that. They rank number one in rush offense. Meanwhile, the Chiefs rank 27th in rush defense. I think they're going to have a lot of success on the ground game. Um, I have no idea why the Ravens came into the, uh, the game last week against the Chiefs with their game plan. Uh, they started the first drive running the football really effectively. Lamar was on the ground. Uh, they were using a different uh, types of formations to run the football, just like the Patriots are going to do. And it was working. And they settled for a field goal. And it's like they completely hopped out of it once they lost the lead. Um, if, they, if the Patriots stick to that, they control clock, they control the ground game. Um, I love them to cover in this spot. 
Um, I also really like the Patriots team total. I think their offense is going to be able to put up points. Um, if you're afraid to bet on the Chiefs, bet the Patriots team total, which uh, we are looking at. Um, I think about 23, 24. Love it. Give me we'll that. We'll go 23. If you get 23, I love that play. Um, Sneed, the corner for the Chiefs, is also a little banged up. Chris Jones is questionable. Um, as James said, possibly a little let down after being all the way up for a Ravens team last week. I like it. Give me the Patriots. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Man, I, I'll never get over that. I'm, I'm, I'm very mad at myself for not taking it. Anyways, uh, Bills traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. The Raiders are getting three. Um, this fits my trend. Raiders, no fans. You'll go or less. Um, totals at 53. The Raiders are plus 150 on the money line. Uh, I lean Bills here. Um, I think that I think the Bills were great last week. They had a their defense gave uh, provided a huge lead in the first half against uh, one of the best offenses in football. Obviously, it all crumbled away second half. But um, I mean, they came out with the win nonetheless, even if it could have been pretty lucky. Um, I don't think that the Raiders' offense is that good. Is Ruggs going to play? No, I don't think so. No. I don't think okay. so. Um, or Edwards, Brian Edwards. Wow. Down, okay. Yeah, they're down so, receivers. Cluster injury at receiver for the Raiders. Um, yeah, I, I think – I also think that the Bills' defense has underperformed a little bit. They've been a little banged up. I think they're starting to get healthy. I expect them to get back more towards expectations. And, yeah, if I were to be – it's looking like it's going to go to three and a half. Um it's minus three, minus 122 at Bell Online right now. Is, are we thinking about this at all for Super Contest? Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's already in there at three. Okay. Um, yeah, Eileen Bills. Awesome. I like the Bills. I think the Bills, their offense have a lot of advantages. Uh, Raiders don't have a single player in the secondary rated over 50 uh, for pro, pro football focus. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. Well, one of the lowest sack rates, and they have a linebacker hurt. I think their defense is really struggling. Um, not to mention, uh, Trent, uh, I think they're still out Trent Brown. Uh, he did. Yeah. He did not participate in practice incognito, uh, on the IR last week. Um, Patriots gave them a lot of trouble. Um, if bills can get a pass rush, Derek Carr is not a good quarterback when he's under pressure. Um, and they should be able to put pressure on him this week. Um, and as you said, Ruggs and Edwards being hurt, I think that's really big, just being out playmakers. Even Waller played last week, but you could tell he was banged up, even only getting two catches last week. Um, I really like the Bills here. Um, I also kind of like the under. I expect this to be a run-heavy game where the clock is running. Um, but at the same time, I, 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 lean, I lean the Bills. I lean the Bills. I like the Bills more than the, uh, the total. Um, but, yeah, give me the Bills. Oh, one more thing. Um, I think we're getting a little value here with the Bills just because um, the Raiders beating the Saints on Monday Night Football um, does a lot to the spread. The public pumped them up a little bit. It pumps it up. People, everyone saw that game. They saw the way they beat them, where they beat them by 10 points. It really didn't even seem close at the end of it. Um, and as we're seeing, maybe the Saints are fraudulent. So let's not uh, go crazy over these Raiders team yet until they really beat someone. Um, not the best spot for the Bills traveling cross country to Vegas, but I'm okay with it. If you're getting a field goal, give me it. I like the Bills. Yeah, I, I bet this at minus two and a half. I still like it at three.
That's it. The Raiders' defense is really bad. Oh, you, you cut out. You cut out. <laughs> yeah. I cut out. Yeah. Start over. Fuck. Oh, I, I have no Wi-Fi. That's probably not good. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. you're good. All right. I also like the Bills. I bet it minus two and a half. I think they're gonna be able to do whatever they want with the ball. The Raiders' defense has been really bad. Uh, and like Chad said, to this point, the Bills' defense has underperformed, but at some point they got to get right. I think this could be a pretty good spot with some of the Raiders' weapons out. And I think that the I think the Bills will be able to go on the road and kind of dominate this game and dictate how it's played. Um, I think Tremaine Edmonds is so Tremaine Edmonds and I think it's Matt Miliano, Michael Miliano, something like that. They're the two starting linebackers for the Bills. One of them came back last week. Edmonds. Edmonds came back. Ed- Edmonds, okay. So, yeah. Miliano, Mil- and Miliano, I think, is a good coverage linebacker. So, that should help against Waller, who's, I mean, aside from last week, dominated so far. I, I, I'm not even seeing Miliano on in the injury report right now. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, so I, think, I think he's good to go. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm very down with Bills for Super Contest. Yeah, that's our fourth pick. Cool. Um, Sunday night, Philadelphia at the Niners. Go, uh, so across country, uh, Eagles getting seven plus two seventy on the money line, and the totals at forty six. Um, uh, this is another one where I got nothing. I, I guess the under. Um, the Eagles look horrible. The Niners impressed me last week, so maybe I guess I, I'll lean Niners. I'll lean Niners. Um, is do we have anything on Garoppolo or Mullins? I think Jimmy G has a chance of playing, um, considering he was standing on the sideline the all game last week. Yeah. I still haven't heard anything. Um, he's, but my guess is he actually he actually did not participate, so maybe he doesn't. But Kittle's playing, which is huge. That is big. Um, the Niners looked good last weekend, and there's still what scares me is there's still so many questions surrounding them, and they just played a horrible team. Mm-hmm. But oh no, I personally they, they still look threatening. I don't want but, to overreact to a, a beat down to the Giants. No, I I, I don't I, I don't think I'm like overreacting per se, mm-hmm. but I think that we kind of saw how Kyle Shanahan can still pour it on bad teams even with missing like half of his starters yeah and right now the eagles do not look like a good team and no they don't they're still i i but once again i this is a very slight lean to the niners i got nothing on it someone else take it for me i need to stop talking about this game um i'll take it so what i don't like about i came in liking uh leaning the eagles just because I think seven points is way too much, especially if Nick Mullins is a quarterback. Um, but at the same time, there's just so many holes on this Philadelphia team. If you look at the injury report right now, God, it's bad. Um, they have three receivers hurt, three four O-linemen hurt. Correction, five O-linemen hurt. Um, like, they, they are hurt everywhere. They're not playing good football. Carson Wentz is turning the ball over way too much. Um, to be honest – you're feeling frisky. Here's my play. Um, I got a feeling money's going to st- still keep coming in on the Niners. Um, I think people are still going to react to last week's blowout. Keep following our picks. Have yourself a winning week. Bet some of your winnings. Eagles money line. 
I don't Ooh, like them to bold. I kind of like that. Cause like Eagles still have no wins this season. If there's ever a game that they're just going to come out and win, it's probably, it could be this week against a, a pretty still beaten down San Francisco team. I still don't want to back them to cover. I, I would just rather get a really good number. Like what are we going to get? Plus 200 plus 270. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Give me that. Give me Eagles um, money line. Even though I, I probably, I really don't know who wins. I think Niners probably win this game. I agree with that, but in a game where I would assume there's high variance, I think that e- I would rather play Eagles money line than Eagles plus seven. I like that. James? Yeah, I agree. This kind of reminds me of this Eagles Rams game from two years ago when the Rams looked like that juggernaut the year they went to the Super Bowl. And the Eagles, they were playing so bad that they were 14 point dogs in LA and they came out and won and kind of dominated the game. Uh, I don't know if this Eagles team is the same. A lot of a lot of the same parts. Peterson was still there. I don't. I can't remember if that was a Wentz or Foles game. I think it was a Foles game. But at some point, the Eagles got to come out to play. And if there was ever a time, it'd be in prime time. I, for the, in terms of the spread, I'd lean to the Eagles here. I think you can actually get a better number than seven. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is just going to keep moving as the public keeps betting it. But I, I completely agree with the money line play. I could totally see the Eagles coming out and kind of just. Figuring it out. I like it. All right. On to Monday night, we got the Falcons traveling to Green Bay. Falcons getting seven plus 275 on the money line. Total is sitting at a very lofty 56 and a half. Um, Eileen Falcons. This is almost a like for me. I just think that the number was is getting a little too big. I mean, I mean, let's be real. I – at this number, the Falcons can get ahead early in, in the game, and then they can still cover when the Packers have a miraculous comeback. Dan Quinn sucks. I think Matt LeFleur is pretty good. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is showing that he is a good NFL quarterback, uh, much to everyone's surprise, right? Uh, but I think he's going to – I think he could just tear apart the Falcons' defense, but the Falcons have that offense, I mean, I think – if, if Julio plays, I guess. Um, and this is what – I guess I'm talking myself into a lean on the Packers. But if Julio plays, take Falcons in your pick em leagues. Um, it's a big number. I just – the Falcons can score. They just can't play defense. And Dan Quinn blows. James? Yeah, you get agreement from me. I, I have no opinion on this game. I'd probably lean to the Packers. I think the Packers actually could be a pretty good tease piece. Well, that's not bad. Uh, yeah, I don't see how the Falcons win this game. I think the Packers actually look really, really good right now. I think they can stay in it, definitely, with their offense. Uh, maybe Falcons first half, if you really want an angle for the Falcons. This is definitely one of those games where you the win for Q, like they had last year when Dan Quinn's job was on the line. So I think you're going to get an incredible effort from them, but I just don't know if it'll be enough. Are they going to get a good effort? I mean, wouldn't, you want, wouldn't you want Dan Quinn fired at this point? How can you possibly, after the last two weeks have put on, how can you show up for work the next day? I mean, I understand your football players. You got to be professional. Professional. They did last year too, though. They I don't know how they do it. I, I don't know how like the players just haven't quit. I mean, even last year they were so much more injured. I want to. I want to pick the Falcons. I want to bet the Falcons. I think seven and a half is too many points. I think Green Bay gives up too many yards. They're actually dead last in yards per play allowed. Um, that's probably due to their horrible uh, rushing defense. Um, Falcons have a decent rush game. They're 11th. They have um, a great pass offense. We've seen how that is. Um, I, 
I think the back door is wide open. When you're getting seven and a half points. I want to bet the Falcons, but I I can't rely on Dan Quinn. I think Dan Quinn sucks. I can't believe he's still there. I think this is the week. We're seeing fires this week. Put put on the board. Uh, Adam Gase is getting fired Thursday night. And Ooh, then, I hope so. <laughs> he's getting fired Thursday night. If the Jets <laughs> at halftime. If the Jets lose tonight, he is gone. He just has to be. Um, I think Dan Quinn. He should have been gone last year. Um, I think I think that he's gonna go very soon. This is pro- probably not on a short week, to be honest. But Dan Quinn's got to go. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean the Falcons. I really don't want any part of it. Um, maybe I don't. And I don't love the first half spread. I love. I know what you mean um, about the. I mean, they've been known they're starting out every single game hot. You would think they would come out with a little more energy for win for Quinn. Um, but at the same time, that back door is just going to be so open at the end of a game. Um, we've seen them in the past um, where they do onside to get back doors, which unfortunately, Young Ho Koo, the greatest onside kicker of all time, is oh, hurt this week. Insane. That's pretty big, honestly, because they're going to be down in this game and need some onsides, and Young Ho Koo being out is big. Um, I want no part of it. Give me, give me nothing. I don't want it. Give me nothing. I don't want it. I don't want to watch it. Fuck Dan Quinn. <laughs> They're so bad. That's my ADK. But, but it's the same story every year. Like, the offense looks great because they, like, lead the league in total yards, and their defense is good, like, yardage-wise, I guess. And because I, I feel like they're always a top-10 team yards per play, and they just suck. Like, they're a 500 team at best. Uh, here's another, uh, you heard it here first. If you're still listening, if you guys, uh, Julio Jones possibly getting traded. Um, I think it's strange. He's on the injury report right now. Um, possibly they're getting ready to deal him off in a deal. Um, if you're, if you fall to own four this week, what really hope do you have for the future? Maybe you get something uh, nice for Julio. So put him on the trade block. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I did hear rumors yeah. about him going to the Pats. What horrible primetime football games. Yeah, pretty bad. All around. There's like, really I have no... no interest in watching any of these. I'm definitely not watching tonight. <laughs> I will. This is going to be horrible. I can't I'm going to watch. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be – it's, it's, it's cheesy ball. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> I'm going to die on my anti-Jets hill. When the Jets no, go I... – they're going 0-6. Cardinals are already winning against the Pots. God damn it. All right, let's end this pot. All right. Um <laughs> Just to sum up, we'll give you our fifth Super Contest play, but I'm on Colts minus two and a half. Austin is on Texans minus four. James is on the Dolphins plus six and a half. And we did decide on Bills minus three. Yep, and we will tweet out our fifth play. Yeah. Um, Also, we'll tweet out if the Texans get uh, canceled. If that game gets canceled, uh, I'll have another best bet. Probably be the Ravens. Ravens? Ravens. All right. and then uh, I'll tweet out – I'll send a tweet the screenshot of our, our other likes from this week's card. Um, keep touting us. Uh, keep leaving yeah. us a review if you're still listening. Like, Please one, do. Takes one minute. Five stars. I don't care the comments. Just give us a five-star rating. Follow us on Twitter. Give us a reply, a tweet. We love it. We love interacting. Uh, we love giving out picks. We love making you guys money. Um, and we love how you guys are listening and being to College Pod, right? College Pod's coming College out. College Pod, we're recording right after this. All right, be on the lookout um, for that. Did you, yeah. Were you guys successful oh, last week? Did you guys win on the College Pod? 
Oh, we had Mississippi State on the money line. Huh? That's, yeah, that's right. A decent winner. That's right. That's what we're doing. Plus 550 action, huh? Uh, that's pretty sharp. I like it. Also, we kind of, we were on the end of some horrible beats, too, I would say. We backed yeah. deep and they had seven turnovers or something. It was absurd. Mm. But uh, I guess that's on us. Sounds like the wrong side. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> just like Austin said, follow us at the Sharp Side Pod. Um, and uh, we've kind of been slacking on articles and stuff to read, but uh, we should probably get those going soon. Uh, oh. Check out our website for past work at uh, www.v-sharp-side.com. Love that name. Um, but yeah, follow us, tweet at us, subscribe, review on Apple Podcasts, listen on Spotify. It all helps. Um, for the Sharp Side Pod, I wish you guys great luck this weekend. And let's go win some money. Let's go win some money. Yep.